It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life brings you interviews with some of the most inspirational and influential people in the world. It's our goal to educate and empower you so you can live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. We have another great show for you today. Today's guest, Karen Carbo, celebrates women who she labels as difficult. Women who believe that their needs, passions, and goals are just as important as those of everyone around her. In celebrating these women, Karen spotlights heroines who dare to break the rules. She's here today to discuss some of the lessons she's learned along the way. Karen is the author of a book series that includes Julia Child Rules, How Georgia Became O'Keefe, The Gospel According to Coco Chanel, and her latest, In Praise of Difficult Women. Welcome, Karen. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Joan. Great to be here. So, Karen, you're celebrating women that you call difficult. How do you define a difficult woman? Well, as it turns out, it's actually not that difficult to be labeled difficult. The title is difficult, but I think maybe there should be some quotes around that word because I don't think women who are fully themselves think of themselves as difficult. They just think of themselves as fully human. Mm -hmm. Difficult is the word that, um, you know, sort of the culture kind of tends to slap on women who um, aren't too worried by what people think about them, for example, or women who aren't too worried about the expectations of the culture. They're more interested in what they know to be true about themselves. And, and also what you led with, saying a, a, a woman who believes that her needs, passions, and goals are at least as important as those of everyone around her. But as it turns out, anytime really that we kind of inconvenience somebody or make um, someone's life a little bit challenging, we risk being labeled difficult. For where I am in my life right now, I think that this is a compliment because like so many women, I am doing the work now that I began in middle life after spending 17 years as a stay-at-home, work-from-home mom who put everyone's needs ahead of my own. And in doing so, I lost myself. I lost my self-value. I lost my, my self-knowledge of who I was. I lost my self-esteem. And it's in the reclaiming the young girl that I was that I am now a difficult woman. And I love being that. So I love that you're celebrating right. women that are just putting themselves in the equation that you know that that's very very true and um i was interested that you brought up being a young girl because i feel like when we're kids you know, we're sort of, and I know I certainly was, you know, I was a daddy's girl. My dad taught me how to like, you know, hammer and build stuff and do sports. And then, you know, as I sort of moved into puberty, it was like, oh, no, no, no. Now you have to be sweet and nice and mind your manners. And, you know, I feel that, that yeah, getting back to kind of that, that energy and that drive and that spirit that we had as young girls, we're difficult. And I think that that, you know, like I said, when, when young women, start to kind of come of age, it gets very complicated. And I think, too, that that urge to nurture that you're talking about, which is a wonderful thing, but, but it gets a little exploited. It's like, just because I love making your favorite 
pie doesn't mean that I don't also want to, you know, pursue what's meaningful to me. And, you know, Karen, when I changed the rules of the relationship that I had established for all of those years, my husband resisted and and it ended up in a divorce because I wanted to be the person that I knew I was. And it was just changing what he knew. And he resisted that. And and I think, you know, in, in talking from personal experience, I think what happens to a lot of us we're doing all of that nurturing. We're doing everything we believe we're supposed to do. And then our cup runs empty. And we're trying to fill up other people when our cup is empty. And it's just so right. important to, to nurture ourselves and keep our cup full. Yeah, well, that's exactly true. And I think also, uh, you know, it's interesting because there's a, there's a kind of species of female behavior that is sort of more, it's also difficult, but it's like, you know, a woman is, is acting out or she's angry and now she's crying because she's so exhausted. And, you know, the men go to the bar and they have a drink and they go, ah, oh, women, what are you going to do with it? Like, you know, that kind of female behavior, mm-hmm. um, which is disruptive, but I think it's something that everyone kind of expects. Oh, you're going to be emotional and you're going to be crazy. And, and you know, that's not the kind of difficult I'm talking about, but I think that that's a kind of difficult behavior that people accept, but it's what you're talking about. It's when you're so depleted, when you don't even know who you are, when you haven't done anything for yourself, and then, you know, this kind of behavior comes out, and I think everyone thinks, oh, now she's being crazy. That, you know, the kind of difficult I'm talking about is the difficult when, yes, you say, you know what, I want to do this for myself. This is who I am. This is what's meaningful to me, and this is what gives my life meaning. And, you know, you might have to make your own dinner tonight. (laughs) And, you know, does that inconvenience you? Of course it does, but you know what, you'll figure it out. So, you know, I think, uh, yeah, you know, that this kind of difficult, uh, which, by the way, it's not to say that the women um, that I've profiled here and I've written about didn't have bumps in their lives, didn't have, you know, um, rough patches. They certainly did, but they were always who they were. And I think that, you know, just coming from that place in our lives really makes such a difference, even when we're going through hard times. Karen, let's talk about a few of the women that you write about. I know that they all inspired you. What are some of the things that they dealt with or or that they were able to overcome that resonated with you? Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, A lot of the women, I mean, I just sort of came from the suburbs of Southern California. Like, you know, I I came from a middle class background. Um, I had a, a, you know, my my parents were lovely people. My mom, unfortunately, died when I was 17. So that idol sort of ended there. But, you know, I didn't come from anywhere special. And I I think, you know, a lot of these women... um, to be able to make thing, make something of themselves, you know, the, to being difficult wasn't really a luxury. Like they, it was a matter of, of sort of survival, you know. So, um, you know, you look at someone like, like, like you know, Gloria Steinem um, or uh, Helen Gurley Brown. Like they, they came, they came from kind of hard scrabble. You know, they came from sort of difficult families, and and for them to sort of move into who they were, it, it required a lot of courage and a lot of um, sort of bucking the, the cultural expectations of the time. And so th- th- that that's very inspiring to me. The other thing that is inspiring, and you, you sort of touched on this, is that if you look at someone like Elizabeth Warren, um, who's quite outspoken and quite, um, you know, sort of criticized now as, as being difficult, but she sort of began life. Again, she was from the middle class. 
She went to college in, in Washington, D.C. She got a scholarship, and she left college to go home and marry her high school boyfriend. Um, so she, she didn't seem to be behaving in a way that was too difficult early on, but she, as she got older, she became more difficult. So, so that's something else that I find really inspiring is that some of these women, um, you know, their personalities, you could tell right out of the shoot they're difficult, but some of them kind of evolved and grew into that more um, singular difficult nature, and I find that to be quite inspiring. For someone who's listening to you right now and says that I want to become more difficult, I want to be empowered, I want to stake my claim in the world, what advice do you offer to help us show our difficult side? Well, I think, um, you know, that's because, because, right, we have to do it. I mean, that's, that's an astute question because even though we're living in a time of hashtag times up and we have this very empowering call to action, you know, it's, it's great to be fired up, but then we go to bed and we get up in the morning and we still have to brush our teeth and, and get on with our day. So, um, you know, you, you, rightly so, you ask that question, like, how can we do it? I think, um, you know, I think having stories of other women, I would like to think, um, you know, you can see over and over again in 29 ways in this case. And I know there are many other books out there that kind of sort of address the same topic, but you can kind of just see how how in their daily lives they behaved. But I also feel like, you know, it's not so much a matter of becoming somebody different or sort of stretching. I think we all really just kind of finding a way to embrace your own true nature is is how we become a little more difficult because there's going to be sides of us that are going to rub people the wrong way. There are going to be opinions that we have that maybe not everyone will agree with. I don't think we need to, you know, if you're not like a speech maker, I don't think you need to become a speech maker. You know, mm-hmm. if you're not an extrovert, I don't think you need to become an extrovert. But I think if we're very close to our own personalities, you know, there'll be a moment where you think, I'm going to tell that person X, Y, Z. Or, you know what, I'm not going to say yes this time. I'm going to say no because I need to do this. I am not going to keep helicopter parenting my children. It is time for them to stand on their own two feet a little bit. And by the way, I need a break, you know. So I think if we're just sort of really close to who we are, we become aware of those moments when we're sort of trying to, to, you know, contort our behavior or put a good face on it or overstep doing things for people so they're happy. And and, and I think that that it's, it's actually not that complicated, but we just sort of have to have the courage to see it and to then act on it. The book is In Praise of Difficult Women, Life Lessons from 29 Heroines Who Dared to Break the Rules. If you'd like to get more information about Karen and her work, you can visit KarenCarbo.com. Karen, in all final moments, what's the takeaway? What would you like to leave our listeners with? I, I, you know, I, I would like this, you know, people to read this book and to have it, because it also, it, you know, it talks about all the different kind of moments in history, right? We are all the daughters of the time in which we were born and raised. And if you, you know, I think the, the oldest difficult woman in my book is Coco Chanel, who was born in 1883, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, as we move forward, you can see that throughout time, there have always been these women. There have always been women who sort of bucked the trends. There have always been women who, for better or for worse, planted their flag in the sand and said, this is who I am. And, you know, I love you, but you're just going to have to adjust a little bit. 
Um, and so I hope it empowers people, women, and it inspires them. And it also makes them realize that, you know, they're not alone. You know, we, it really, it's just a matter of being a full human being. Karen, thank you so much for being here with us and for providing inspiration to do as you said, to step into our full humanity, be our authentic self, be true to ourselves as someone who has been on a, a very challenging journey. I can tell you that the person that I am today is truly the girl that I knew I would grow to be. So I'm so happy that you're here to share your wisdom with us and share these stories. Thank you, Joan. And congratulations. Thank you. This is Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. Stay with us. We'll be right back. How much can the right foods do for you? A lot more than weight control. The right foods can increase your energy, improve your outlook, and strengthen your body's natural defenses. What foods can do all that? Primo Health Solutions will show you using metabolic typing. This remarkable program lets your body tell you what it needs to work best. Call them today at 347-903-7030. That's 347-903-7030. Or go to PrimoHealthSolutions.com. Using metabolic typing, Primo Health Solutions will let your body work best. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. Did you know that Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life has a free monthly digital magazine that can be read online or emailed to your inbox? Every month, nationally recognized leaders in their field provide information to educate, inspire, and motivate you. We believe in a holistic approach to life, incorporating mind, body, and spirit. Check out a copy of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life 24-7. Visit CYACYL.com. And be sure to tell your friends. Do you find that whenever you try to move forward in your life, you either do something to sabotage yourself or start blaming others? Is it possible that part of you is actually afraid to get what you want because of the voice in your head that's constantly criticizing you? Hi, I'm Susan Greif, an expressive and healing arts facilitator and founder of Artmen's Hearts. I harness the power of creative expression in helping clients release old stuck energy that keeps them feeling panicked, powerless, paralyzed, and in pain. The Norwegian folktale Three Billy Goats Gruff tells the story of three goat brothers trying to cross a bridge who have to outwit a troll hiding under the bridge who tries to eat them. The moral of the story is that the goats did not let the fearsome troll keep them from getting to greener pastures. So, what will it take for you to go for what you want in the face of strong internal forces trying to scare you out of it? Here are some tips to create awareness of your trolls that keep you from getting what you want in life. List all the negative thoughts you tell yourself. Choose one. Draw or write the first time you heard someone tell you that negative thought. Who said it? That was your troll. Write down what behavior manifested from this thought and how has it served you. Now write down the opposite, positive thought, and repeat it to yourself over and over again. Write down what an alternative positive behavior could be. Can you take one step in changing your behavior to match your new thought? For more tips, check out artmensheartscom and contact me with any further questions. Do you ever think about how you are breathing? Did you know that when you are experiencing fear, anger, or stress, your breathing is shallow and not doing the job of properly oxygenating your body? Hi, I'm Lori Gardner, registered nurse, patient advocate, and board-certified health and wellness coach. I am the CEO and founder of HealthLink Advocates, a firm dedicated to assisting people to navigate our very complex and confusing healthcare system. We also provide coaching to individuals and groups that want to improve their health and overall well-being. 
The human body is remarkably adaptive and resilient. Human beings can survive weeks without food and water, but life ceases in minutes without air. Breathing is our second dimension in our wellness inventory program. Breathing is a primary energy input that can help calm our emotions, focus our mind, heighten sensory awareness, and promote relaxation, allowing us to be more present. Every cell of our bodies requires a continuous charge of oxygen in order to carry out its assigned function. If we are under stress, we are not breathing optimally, which has a negative impact on our bodies. Proper breathing can calm our nervous system and help decrease anxiety and anger. It can also help us focus and energize us to achieve clarity and mindfulness. Awareness of our breathing is a reset button that enables us to shift and be more present. If you need a coach to partner with you to achieve overall well-being and learn some deep breathing exercises, please connect with us at healthlinkadvocates.com. Are you having difficulty building the career and business momentum you hope for? Does self-sabotage or procrastination hold you back from achieving results? Hi, I'm Amy Blumberg, an executive and leadership coach. Many of my clients call me the dot connector. If you're what I call a builder, you have a vision. Maybe it's launching a startup or landing the role you always dreamed of. You're in a building phase but can't find your groove. You need to remove the roadblocks and create a strategy to become a more effective leader. Here are three strategies from my nine building dots method. One, identify the barriers that get in your way and cause you to procrastinate. Ask yourself, why am I so discouraged? Take a pause. Slow down and identify the changes you can make to drive results. Two, journal daily. Look for patterns of behavior that slow you down, trick you up, and track them in your journal. Celebrate wins, big and small. Three, Better manage your time and resources so you become more effective and make more informed business decisions with confidence and conviction. Whether you're building a business, a team, or project, I can help you connect the dots because I've been a builder too. With one-on-one thoughtful direction, I can help you make the right strategic decisions and create an executable success plan to vault you from where you are to where you want to be. So unsabotage yourself, let's connect. For more details and contact information, go to amyblumbercoaching.com. At Amy Blumberg Coaching, I connect people and possibilities. We all want to live a happy, productive life, but sometimes we just need a little help. Our Coach On Call experts provide strategies to help you live your best life now. Joining me today is Linda Mitchell, an intuitive life coach and reinvention expert who helps her clients move through life's challenges and transitions with purpose, passion, and clarity to emerge more powerful, fulfilled, and purposeful. Linda is here today to discuss understanding the Akashic Records. Welcome, Linda. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me back, Joan. So, Linda, exactly what are Akashic Records and how do they impact our life? So, the Akashic Records, also known as the Book of Life, contain every thought, deed, action, intention, and feeling your soul has ever had since its very inception. This enormous Book of Life can be equated to the universe's supercomputer system, which stores all information for every soul who's ever lived. However, the Akashic Records are much more than a memory storehouse. They're actually interactive and an incredible source available to anyone looking to the divine for information, guidance, and support. So Christian mystic Edgar Cayce has written a great deal about the Akashic Records. And it's interesting to note that the Book of Life is referenced in both the Old and the New Testaments. According to Casey, the Akashic Records are a portion of the divine mind, 
I love that description. And as an advanced practitioner, I can tell you that accessing your Akashic Records is one of the most beautiful ways of getting trusted information, answers, guidance, and direction from your own masters, teachers, and loved ones. What kind of information and guidance are found inside the Akashic Records, and how did you get involved with them? So you can get information guidance, encouragement, inspiration on literally anything that pertains to your own life. You can receive important information regarding possible solutions, lessons to learn, experiences, and future growth possibilities. The questions you ask your master's teachers and loved ones are truly valuable tools of discovery. All the information about your life experiences is available for the asking. Your questions will be answered based on where you are at this moment in time as it relates to every past experience you've ever had. This is why divine wisdom instead of predictions is the beautiful guidance you will receive during your session. And I stumbled upon the Akashic Records many years ago when doing research on a totally different topic. It piqued my curiosity and I requested two different readings, one regarding my personal life and one about my business. And Joan, I was a astounded and intrigued by the information I received, and I just knew I had to study the Akashic Records myself. I am constantly amazed at the available information and guidance that for years I've navigated without. So after much education and practice, I began to offer sessions to family, friends, and clients. How can people use Akashic Records in their daily lives? Yeah, so there's lots of ways and uses for obtaining guidance from the Akashic Records. Um, Sometimes people are simply looking for guidance on their life path, or perhaps they want some direction about the next significant role that they'll be stepping into. Some want help with decisions, relationships, career choices, and the like. Sometimes people simply ask, what lessons do you need me to learn in order to move forward? The uses for and guidance within the records is abundant. Personally, I use them daily, and I encourage people to do that. I go into my records when making decisions, when fine-tuning things, within my business, and if clients desire, I'll go into their records during coaching sessions for even greater insight, guidance, and inspiration. Accessing your Akashic Records, Joan, provides you a beautiful and unique experience of unconditional love, divine guidance, and support. Linda, thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to learn more about this topic or Linda and her work, you can visit her website, lindamitchellcoaching.com, and as always, to hear more from Linda, you can visit our website, cyacyl.com forward slash Linda. We'll be right back. When people ask for recommendations to businesses, they trust their friends and family's opinions. Every day on Facebook, I see people asking, do you know a good plumber, doctor, florist? The list goes on and on. Hi, I'm Patricia Singer of Follow Me Social Media Consulting. We work with small and mid-sized businesses to help them with their presence on the various social media platforms. These type of dialogues happen constantly in Facebook groups. I'm sure that there are neighborhood groups or mom's groups in your area. When you provide exceptional service, people love to refer you. In these groups, people can tag your business page, which will allow the person asking for the recommendation to visit your Facebook page and check you out. If you are consistent with your Facebook marketing, they can get a feel for what you offer and how knowledgeable you are. Having customers that participate in these types of groups make them part of your sales force. In turn, making your social media presence yield a great ROI. If you would like more information, go to besttofollowme.com. What is your aging plan? Hi, my name is Sheila Samuels of the Samuels Law Firm. 
At the Samuels Law Firm, we focus on estate planning and administration, elder law and special needs planning. With offices in New York and Northern New Jersey, we work closely with our clients to develop a comprehensive estate plan to preserve and protect their assets for their families. While no one likes to think about aging or disability, study after study confirms that nearly everyone will face at least a temporary disability sometime during their lifetime. More specifically, depending upon the age, up to 44% of Americans will face a disability for more than four years. Despite this overwhelming and compelling statistic, most Americans continue to grossly underestimate the risk of disability to themselves and to their loved ones and fail to plan. Now think about this for a second. We live in a society where we plan what we will eat or where we will vacation, yet most of us do not know or refuse to accept the facts surrounding our potential need for long-term care and the costs associated with it. So, are you interested in learning more about asset protection and preservation? Are you interested in aging with dignity and a peace of mind and leaving the legacy you choose for your loved ones? If so, visit me at SheilaSamuelsLaw.com. Hi, I'm Miriam Belov, the Keep Calm Mentor, best-selling author, and Reiki Master Healer. As a pioneer in mind-body-spirit work, my mission is to bring you more health, peace, and success. Let's get focused on your body. Here are a few specific goals and action plans you can follow to get your best body. Start where you are. Speak with your doctor or another health professional about your ideas and get the okay to begin. Decide where you want to be. You need to select your overall goal. Make sure it is achievable and realistic. Then divide your large goal into subsections with smaller goals. Plan how you're going to get there. Each goal, big and small, and each step you take needs to be realistic and achievable by you. Take pride in your accomplishments. Have some non-food rewards planned. Your rewards will be specifically for you to enjoy. Take photos and document your successes. Just do it. Welcome to my website, wellnessagenda.com. There is lots of content and media links which will energize and inspire you. You can also access my free gift for you, an audio download entitled Stay Forever Young. Shine on. When you're having a conversation in relationship and it's somewhat controversial, you probably want to be heard and be right. Quite often that's what we want. And so we're maybe a little defensive, but is that right? Or do we want a result? The result being we'd like to get along. Hi, I'm Lindsay Levinson, Quality for Life Coaching. And they are two different things, getting along versus being heard and being right. See, because being heard and right is our defense, and that connects to our ego. But ego's not really gonna get you that far. If you want a result, then you're gonna wanna work with humility and truth. So if you've got a difference of opinion, I mean, for me, I'll quickly look for a reason to say I'm sorry. And it has to be true. If I don't know what I've done yet, then I will say, I'm sorry you're hurting. I've done something wrong here because you're hurting, but let's talk further so we can figure this out. And you don't want to talk at someone by saying you this and you that because people just shut their ears. You want to use words like we and use words like experience. I'm having this experience. I know your experience is different. There is a 
to right or wrong. There's just different experiences going on here. So we just need to talk it through and land somewhere that feels really good for both of us. So you want to do a lot of that non-heated conversation so that you can both feel good, but nobody is charging at another person. It's not being heard and right. It's just working toward the positive result. Lindsay Levinson, callduforlifecoaching.com. Look me up. I'd love to talk to you, help you in any way I might be able to. Soul by Rain is produced from various seed flowers. Its primary ingredients hail from the black cumin seed and the black raspberry seed. These two combine with Chardonnay grapeseed NutriFlower to provide a powerful antioxidant barrier against the devastating effects of stress. Soul by Rain has been hailed as one of the most important anti-aging antioxidants ever discovered. Soul is an anti-inflammatory and it helps prevent and repair radical damages for a healthier heart. Get your soul by calling your Rain partner, Elmina Ziza, at 973-722-1154. joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided are the opinions of our guests and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. While on the site, listen to past shows on demand, read our digital magazine, take part in the book club, check out our team, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.